0: It's time for the PowerMizzou.com podcast. With interviews and analysis of your Missouri Tigers. Now, here's your host, Gabe DeArmond. Welcome back to another week of the PowerMizzou.com podcast. Gabe D'Armond here. Brian Austin on vacation this week. So, we are bringing in a former Tiger whose name you have seen a lot lately. Lawrence Bowers on the phone with us. Lawrence, how you doing, man? doing awesome,
1: Gabe. Very glad to be on the PowerMizzou
0: with you. All right, so we'll get to the alumni game and everything you're organizing here in a minute, but just kind of want to catch everybody up on what you're doing. Last I saw you were playing in Italy. Is that still uh, Is that still where you're at?
1: Well, I just finished my, uh, my fourth year as a pro, uh, and my last two years um, that I've been playing were in Italy. Just finished up this season back in Colombia for the summertime, my wife and my daughter and I, and uh, don't know where I'm going next. Had a solid season, really good season, so... Just waiting to, you know, see see how the cards unfold.
0: How does European basketball work with the contracts and stuff? I mean, it, do you, are guys under multi-year contracts, or is it just kind of, hey, pick the best place for you whenever?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much, uh, you know, a crapshoot. You go with, you know, whoever offers you the most money, or you can say, I don't want to live in this country, and you take a little less money to go somewhere where you're more comfortable. Um, but, I mean, the most important thing is going to a good club. And uh, you know me being a a guy uh, humbly saying this that that has won a lot of games you know on all levels um, I usually go more for the uh, the organization as opposed to the money or the country I like winning so whenever I'm <laughs> faced with uh, choices you know I always try to choose a, a, a team that's historically good
0: and if my memory is right you played played in Israel uh, before Italy is that right. Yeah, so
1: my first few years out, um, out after I left Mizzou, was in Israel. Played for a pretty good club, uh, Hapoel Hulon, and uh, they're doing well now. So, uh, wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised if I ended up back in Israel. There's definitely an option. I loved it. It was very Americanized, but like I said, you know, my wife and I and my daughter were just patiently waiting to see what's next.
0: So, do they uh, they stay in Colombia then while you're off playing, or uh, do they get to to come and be with you?
1: I don't know. My, uh, my wife's been with me since, uh, the first time we went overseas. And, uh, I mean, to be honest with you, I couldn't imagine doing it, you know, for nine months out of the year without her being there. It makes a world of a difference.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I guess a big key in where you go this year, you're going to have to find the place with, uh, the, the fastest internet access to watch some Missouri games for the first time in a couple of years, huh?
1: Man, I tell you what, uh, the past few years, you know, I, I tried and I tried and I tried, man. I tried to stay up until yeah. 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning <laughs> to, you know, catch games. But it was just, it was just real difficult, you know. Uh, and that's no slight given to the guys or, you know, the coaches or whatnot. But, you know, uh, I really think that I'll definitely get back uh, into, the, you know, killing myself from lack of sleep trying to watch the games. <laughs> you know, it's a very exciting time from mizzou and i know as a former player and i spoke with uh, a few of the other guys that played with me we're all very 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 excited to see mizzou uh actually have some positive hype behind it so just looking forward to it i think the team is very talented and uh just wanting to see how it unfolds
0: have you had a chance or, or will you this summer to kind of go over there and, and meet coach martin and, and meet some of the guys
1: yeah i've been over there twice uh talked to the guys uh coach martin and the staff met those guys and you know obviously i know a lot of the players uh including mike who um i've known him since he was a little dude and uh you know i've been over there and um i, I really like the vibe i love coach uh martin's outlook on what he wants to get accomplished and uh, like i said only time will tell but i think we got the right pieces in the right place and uh you know, just like uh, Coach Mann said on that interview, I'd be licking my chops and getting ready to pull some popcorn. So that's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> hey, it, last one on this, and then we'll move on to the alumni game you're doing. Up. They, I mean, I know you've you've known Mike Porter for a while, and just tell me, as a as a guy who watches a lot of basketball, I mean, how good is this kid?
1: I mean, he's pretty special, man. I mean, he's 6'10". I,
0: I would give him 6'10 and a
1: half, 6'11". Um, and, I mean, he does everything, you know, and – and a nightmare, he's a nightmare problem for a lot of guys, will be. And uh, more so than basketball player, he comes from a great family. And uh, he's very personable. You know, when you think of professional uh, professionalism, whenever that time comes for him to, you know, go into the NBA, he'll be a top-notch guy simply because of his personality. So uh, I've seen him grow uh, since he first got here in 2010. And I've always liked him a lot, him and his brothers and his sisters, and even Coach Porter. Uh, and Lisa, the whole family, you know, I got really close with them. And, uh, I mean, he's a special kid. He's a special basketball player, and he'll have a special career.
0: All right, we're talking to Lawrence Bowers. And, Lawrence, just tell me this this alumni game that you got you and Damari are organizing July 22nd at Mizzou Arena. How'd this come about?
1: Well, um, Damari and I, we both uh, were just, you know, pondering ideas of how we could get some excitement back to Mizzou And I know that he uh, had mentioned to Tammy Chivas, who was a great friend of mine and my old academic advisor, that, you know, he wanted to do an event with the alumni. And um, I also wanted to do the same thing. And uh, we just came together and and we we joined our ideas and we said, why not have an alumni game that's not limited to basketball players, but we can also bring some of the football players. Because let's be honest, you know, these are the two programs that are, you know, struggling a little bit. And uh, when we were in school, The football team was at the highs of highs, and the basketball team was at the highs of highs. So we just wanted to do something to try to, you know, spark the excitement for both programs and uh, also to give back to the community through three great charities in the Boys and Girls Club, Granny's House, and uh, the Curl Family Foundation.
0: Now, I know you guys have been tweeting out uh some some guys that are confirmed to be coming back. I know Ricky Paulding, uh Sean Weatherspoon, William Moore. Just just give me a rundown of, of who you know and who you can say at this point is gonna be back playing in this thing.
1: Well, I can't give you no other names besides the ones that were uh <laughs> that were announced <laughs> because we're trying to build up a little suspense, but we'll announce two more in a few hours. Um and um so as of right now, DeMar Carroll and myself we got um, we got Kareem Rush and Melvin Booker. We got Sean Witherspoon and Willie Moe. and we got Ricky Paulden and Ricardo Ratliff. So far, we'll release two names today, and the two names we release today will be football players. And you guys will will be uh, thrilled to have these guys back. Uh, they did great things at Mizzou, so uh, we're just trying to just trying to get back all the guys that Mizzou uh, fans really like and love, and you know guys that 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 are doing well for themselves. And uh, you know it's going to be a great event. Um, I don't think the rosters would disappoint disappointed by any means. And, uh, we're only getting started. So we got about at least 16 more names, uh-huh. 16, to 18 more names that we got to announce. So it'll be a good deal.
0: So how do, uh, how do you split up the teams for this? Do you and Damari like get to have a draft?
1: Yeah, we we'll probably, you know, get together on Friday. We're going to have probably a social mixer that Friday at the rooftop. Um, you know, we'll do like a little draft or whatnot, just something real fun, kind of lighten the mood and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. But I am gonna put I'm gonna put a thousand dollars on my team.
0: <laughs> is this open for is this open for public action or this is just like a little side bet between you and Damari?
1: Nah man, I you know, I bet with Damari. I bet with <laughs> Damari, try to try to try to take some of his money. But uh, yeah, it'll be a great event, man, like I said, and everybody there is uh is definitely gonna, you know, have a good time and, and we're gonna raise a lot of money for those three very deserving charities.
0: yeah obviously i mean that that's a big reason you're doing it i mean how'd you uh you know i know damari's a guy who's who's always had a foundation and done a lot of things and he's had, come back here and done a camp i know you have as well so how'd you guys kind of pick the uh the organizations that you're going to do it for
1: well the boys and girls club of columbia was a no-brainer for me simply because i was a boys and girls club kid growing up and uh I know how it feels to be, you know, left out of certain things because of financial assistance. I mean, I mean, because of financial reasons. And the Boys and Girls Club always assisted me in ways that I can't even imagine trying to repay. You know, going to basketball camps and baseball camps and, and uh, just camps in general, uh, Boys and Girls Club afforded me a lot of opportunities. So, you know, this is just a chance for me to give back to them. And uh, the granny's house, um, my wife is, isn't from America. She's from Africa. And, um, so she's a foreigner and my, uh, my, uh, my contact with granny's house was I, um, I had an event, I had an event at a uh, local high V store where I signed autographs and wrapped off bicycles and, uh, a guy won it, but he didn't have any kids. So he was like, I want to donate this to granny's house. So I went to granny's house with him and met this kid, this African uh, kid, and, uh, just fell in love with him. And. And uh, spoke with Granny Pam about what all she does for you know the the refugee kids and all that good stuff. So it just all kind of tied in together. You know my wife being from a different country and having these kids over here from a different country who don't have much. So that's how I pretty much got involved with Granny's house. Uh, she does a fabulous job with making sure those kids aren't left out. And uh, I just want to assist her in any kind of way through financial means or you know just my presence alone, so those kids can have a great chance. And then the daari Carroll family Foundation um, we all know that Damari was uh diagnosed with a liver disease right after he left the mm-hmm. and uh he started his foundation to uh to develop uh research for pediatric liver disease so it's it's all all three of the charities that we have you know are well deserving and we just hope that the people the fans the donors um they they feel the exact same way.
0: What's it like to, I mean, you were a kid when you came here, and now to, to have these kids kind of recognize you and, and want your autograph or, or doing these things with you, I mean, you ever stop and think about uh just, just kind of how cool that is?
1: Yeah, I get asked about that all the time. You know, uh, does it ever get annoying? Does it ever, you know, does it ever make you tired? You know, everybody noticing you when you're in Columbia, so-and-so, so-and-so. And I just always tell people, you know, it's positive attention. You know, Mm -hmm. I could be known for being a knucklehead. I could be known for doing things that that aren't, you know, by any means good. But I'm known because I try to do a lot for the community, and I'm known because of my efforts uh, that I put into being a good basketball player and student athlete at Mizzou. So just to sit back and just look at all of it, man, it's it's a blessing. It's a blessing. And, um, you know, beyond all the glitz and glam and all the fame that comes with, you know, all the stuff that I'm doing, I'm honestly doing it because I want to see as many kids succeed as possible, you know? And uh, I want to be the one that can say, hey, I helped that kid.
0: And, I mean, you're from Memphis. Damari was from Alabama. I mean, you know, I think it says something that you guys are doing this in Columbia at Mizzou. Uh, you know, why? Uh, and I'm sure you both do things in your hometowns as well, but but why Columbia and, and why is that important to you guys to bring it back to the Mizzou fans?
1: Well, I mean, that's, that's easy. That's easy, uh, you know. Uh, we both graduated from the University of Missouri. You know, we both uh, went on to play professionally because of our careers at the University of Missouri. Uh, for me, and, me, 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 me in particular, I uh, I met my wife here um, in Columbia, and, you know, because of my wife, I have my daughter. So it's just mm-hmm. a lot of good things have happened for both of us starting here in Columbia. You know, Damari was at Vanderbilt and didn't have that good of a a career there and came to Missouri and, and now he's, you know, doing very well for the Raptors. So Columbia just means a lot to both of us. It was a, it was a, a, a really good foundation. It, it laid a foundation for our lives and the fans that supported us uh, throughout our time. We just want to, you know, reach back and just say, thank you, not only to them, but tr- by by the ways that we're trying to impact the youth in the community.
0: All right. I want to make sure we give you a chance to just tell people that are listening fans, how do they go about getting getting into this thing? Tickets? Just give them all the details for for the people that are going to want to come and watch this.
1: All right, so we just solidified that we will be doing a pre uh, a, a ticket presale one more time before the game, and that'll be next Saturday, July. I want to say July eighth. I think that's right. Second, yeah. Or the ninth. I'm not really sure, but next Saturday we'll be at High V on Nifong and the High V lo- uh location on West Broadway from ten to two PM and we'll be selling tickets there, five dollar donation minimum per ticket. And uh if you aren't able to make it to those uh pre sale uh tables, tickets will be available at the door for five bucks. So we just hope to have as many people as possible. Fifteen thousand sixty one would be great. Uh <laughs> that's that's the sold out capacity. But uh whatever whatever and whoever comes, um it'll it'll all be for a great cause.
0: And I'm going to guess that $5 minimum donation, but if somebody wanted to do a good thing and pay you 25 bucks for a ticket, that'd be okay too, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, of course <laughs> it'd be all right. Like, you know, whatever you have in your heart to give, it's, like I said, it's all going to great things, and uh, we just want to make a, a a huge impact on these kids' lives. So if you feel generous, by by all means, you know, give what you please.
0: All right, one more for you. You mentioned 15061 I'm assuming that many are going to be there on Friday, November 10th, uh, when Missouri opens this season against Iowa State. I mean, just uh, how excited are you guys all to see this place packed again? I mean, you played in some games there where it was one of the louder places in the country. Uh, How excited are you guys to see that again?
1: Like I said, uh, it's been rough on us as former players, guys, that, that got the program back to where it needed to be to see it kind of dwindle a little bit um so to to just have the excitement and buzz around the program itself um that 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 goes a a really long way for us. We're very excited about that but we do know that when Missoula arena is packed, you know it makes a huge difference you know I was fortunate enough to be in a class I think we lost four games during our whole time there so um fifteen thousand sixty one plays a big dif- uh, a big part in victories and i think uh if we could have that I think that we'll solidify home court like we did in the past. All
0: right, Lawrence, I'm uh, looking forward to seeing you guys on the 22nd and seeing who all you bring back. So uh, thanks for the time, and and we'll catch you in a couple weeks.
1: Hey, Gabe, appreciate you having me on, man. Always, always appreciate you.
0: All right, man. Have a good one. Thanks a lot.
1: All right, you too, Big Dog. Peace. All
0: right, that is the first – Gabe DeArmond called Big Dog on the Power Mizzou podcast, so appreciate Lawrence for that. If uh, if you're interested in this game, again, July 22nd. Um, I, I honestly I can't remember the exact time right now. I want to say doors open at 11. Um, but uh, follow Lawrence on Twitter. It's at LBowers, B-O-W-E-R-S, underscore 21. Mizzou Hoops is retweeting all these announcements about players that are coming back. Uh, we retweet a lot of them, so... You're gonna know. It's July twenty second. It's a Saturday. It's three weeks from this Saturday, I guess. And uh, I mean, he mentioned, you know, Sean Weatherspoon, William Moore, Damari Carroll, Melvin Booker, Kareem Rush. These are not like just kind of average dudes playing in this game. They're if you have been a Missouri fan in the last 20 years, some of your favorites are gonna be at this game. It goes to a good cause. I think it will be uh I think it'll be a lot of fun to check out. I mean the The basketball ought to be a good time. Shoot, Damari Carroll's still in the NBA. Lawrence is still in the prime of his career. A lot of these guys obviously can still really play, but uh, but it's for a good cause. It's a chance to see some of the guys who really were in Mizzou's glory days, as now people hope that Mizzou's glory days are coming back. Uh, Obviously, that is going to wait and see Um, over the next uh, 8, 10, 12 months. we'll, We'll kind of find out what goes on with that, but... One thing that really sticks out, and certainly with with Lawrence, but I've talked to a a few of the, I guess, more recent alums who, again, like Lawrence said, those were the guys who really got this thing going again. This program was in the dumps uh, after Quinn Snyder left when Mike Anderson took over. And the guys like Marcus Denman and Lawrence Bowers and Kim English and and that group of guys, Damari Carroll, Leo Lyons, Matt Lawrence, uh, JT Tiller, Zaire Taylor, all these guys, they really got it going. And for four or five years, six years, it was going really well. And then obviously it's uh, it's fallen off a cliff here in the past couple. Um, but this is a program that that appears to be back on the path at least to that and, and maybe beyond that. And if you talk to any of these guys, hey, they, they'd love for, uh, for this incoming class to achieve even more than they did. Uh, certainly was a great run when Bowers was here. Um, but I think everybody would like to go ahead and knock that wall down and, you know, look, I, I'm not telling you I think this team's going to a Final Four. I think that's out over your skis a little bit, but they'd like to see that happen here in the next few years. Uh, and if it's this year, hey, even better. But, again, July 22nd uh, at Mizzou Arena. A lot of guys follow Lawrence on Twitter. Again, at Bowers underscore 21. He is constantly tweeting stuff out about this Saturday the 8th at both high V locations in Columbia, the one on West Broadway, the one on Nifong in Providence. Uh go by there, get a ticket, as little as five bucks. Man, take the kids. Uh, you know, it's for a good cause. Even if you can't go to the game, go and buy a ticket. Uh give a little money to a couple guys that are, are really trying to get back to Mizzou and to the Columbia area. Be uh be something good to do with uh the the money you find in your couch cushions. Uh, as I said, Brian on vacation this week. I'm out next week, so no podcast next week. Uh, the week after that, I believe, is when I will be somewhere between Birmingham, Alabama, North Augusta, South Carolina, and Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Going to go down Missouri on July 12th, which is a Wednesday. We'll be at SEC Media Days, so I will be at that, and then over the next three days, I'm going to be driving back and forth. Under Armour is having its uh, you know summer finals in Atlanta. Uh, Nike EYBL is having its summer finals at the Peach Jam in North Augusta, South Carolina. I'll be kind of going back and forth between those two locations, uh, seeing who Conzo Martin and his staff are looking at, trying to catch up with Jonte Porter, see if uh, maybe we can finally get an answer on exactly what's happening with him. So all that's coming in the next couple of weeks, and – hey folks it's it's about slow times about over uh we are about to get back into the daily news cycle with sec media days and uh fall camp just around the corner so a little bit of a shorter podcast for us this week uh without brian here i can't sit and talk to myself for 20 minutes so a little bit of a shorter one this week we'll be off next uh next week but don't worry we'll be back in a couple and uh obviously uh News, stories, stuff as it happens on Power Mizzou. Thanks for listening.